Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect. A podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Good morning, One Hope Church. This is Hannah, and today's passage is from Acts chapters 21 to 22. But for this podcast this morning, I'm just going to focus on the first part of chapter 21. So in this chapter, we have Paul and some of the disciples are traveling on their way to Jerusalem. And they at some point stop in Tyre, where they seek the disciples there, stay about seven days. And through the Spirit, the disciples there urge him not to go to Jerusalem. But they continue on their travels and eventually land at Caesarea and stay with Philip the Evangelist, um, who was one of the seven and had four unmarried daughters who prophesied. And so I'm going to read verses 10 to 15, which is kind of the passage we're going to focus on um, this morning. And it says, After we had been there a number of days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. Coming over to us, he took Paul's belt, tied his own hands and feet with it, and said, The Holy Spirit says, In this way, the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem will bind the owner of this belt and will hand him over to the Gentiles. When we heard this, we and the people, were ple- we and the people there pleaded with Paul not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, Why are you weeping and breaking my heart? I am ready not only to be bound, but also to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. When he would not be dissuaded, we gave up and said, The Lord's will be done. After this, we started on our way up to Jerusalem. So what stuck out to me in this passage was just Paul's willingness to not only be bound for Jesus, but also to die for him for the sake of the gospel being shared. And it just made me think, uh, am I willing to be bound or to die for my faith? Are we willing to do that? Or how far are we willing to go for our faith? And I think before we can, or to help us really answer that question, another question that is helpful is to ask, why was, why was Paul so willing? And I kind of think that Paul was so willing because I think he understood just the sheer gravity of his sin. He was one of the worst of all the, of all the saints, and he identified himself as one of the worst, as one who had persecuted the church. And So he saw himself as the least of all the disciples. And I think that he just, he truly understood the gravity of his sin. But not only did he understand the gravity of his sin, but he also understood the gravity of the great, of the grace of God, the greatness of it, that it was big enough to cover the worst of his sins, that it covered everything, that he was able to be completely forgiven because of what Jesus did for us. And I just think that he was just so thankful for that, that he just couldn't live for himself anymore. He could only live for God from now on because he was just so thankful for all that he had done for him. And I was also reminded of the passage in Philippians where Paul is also speaking. And I don't know the timeline of when Philippians was written versus like when this part in Acts happened, but I think that he probably had the same mindset um, even now here in Acts. And it's in Philippians chapter 1, verses 20 to 26. I'll read it. He says, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now as always, Christ may be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. 
For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that through my being with you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus will abound on account of me. So Paul just truly believed that to live was Christ and to die was gain. And I just wonder if we have that same mindset. Do we truly believe that it's actually better to die because we'll be with Christ? Because Christ is our everything and he should be our everything. And to live is also Christ. If we're not living for him, then we're, are we really living? Because the point of all this is Jesus, and he needs to be the center of our everything. And if he's not, then we're not doing life correctly. And so I'm not sure that it's so much of a question of, like, how far are we willing to be persecuted for our faith in Jesus, as much as it's a better question, I think, to ask ourselves, is how deeply in love are we with Jesus? Is he truly the center of our whole lives? And I think if he is, then we wouldn't even have to ask the question, how far are you willing to be persecuted? Like, um, like that question doesn't even matter. If Jesus is our everything, if he's our center, then it'll just be instinctual that we will make him the center of everything. And yeah, let's just ask ourselves the question, it, do, we believe, do we truly believe that to live is Christ and to die is gain? So that's all I have for us. So let's pray. Jesus, we just thank you so much for your sacrifice for us. You experienced the ultimate persecution on our behalf. And we just thank you so much for your love for us despite all of our sinfulness. We do not deserve you. So Jesus, all we can say is thank you. And we pray that you would help us to understand the gravity of our sin, but also the greatness of your grace to cover all of our sins. And we just pray that you would give us the joy of our salvation and fill us with your Holy Spirit and just help us grow closer to you and fall more in love with you. In Jesus' name, amen.